Hey guys, welcome to the Jackson Johnson podcast. I'm here with Simon Everingham and myself. Simon's someone that's always interested me in many ways, from his chilled, happy vibe to his minimalistic mindset and simple way of living. But recently, it's been his drive in business that surprised me a lot. Simon is a part owner in Pumped on Property, which will sound familiar if you've listened to my episode 10 with Ben Everingham about how he grew his business from a young age. Together, they have started a podcast on property tips and how to make money through buying property. So let me introduce you to Simon Everingham. Oh, beer's almost dropping there. Good to good to be here, guys. Thanks for that introduction, mate. Makes me sound uh, better than I feel as though I am. <laughs> All right, so we're just having a quiet beer here on a Friday afternoon. Uh, I think it's afternoon. We've just cut it. So yeah, we went for a surf this morning. So Simon's one of my best mates and uh, we've been mates for about, what, a year now? And uh, I want to ask Simon um, how we met and what he th- what he thought of me when we first met. <laughs> oh, perfect. Good question because I actually remember the exact day that we met. I think you met a couple of the boys um, on a little bit of a night out the, the night before and we um, love a little bit of recreational basketball, the boys do. Not too sure if Jax talks about it too frequently. Um, so we were just down at the local court at the beach and... Jax rolls up, hadn't played too much basketball back then. No, not at all, really. <laughs> In high school, I threw a ball around a little bit. Yeah, so um, Jax came down and I'm like, you know, we're all kind of really chill surfer guys, um, you know, different sort of vibe. And um, I'm like, oh, this guy with the tattoos and really fit and super tanned. I'm like, who's this guy? And then end up playing basketball and... I think he had too many wheat bicks that morning because he kept shooting the ball over the top of the hoop. <laughs> but it was sick. And like, that's when we first met. And then from there, kind of started hanging out a lot. And Jackson's been a massive, massive influence in all of our life. As I said, we're all kind of chill guys doing our own thing. But it was good to to have you join the crew and, and pull us out of our comfort zone and get into a few things that we weren't really super into like training and things like that which was really nice and ever since then we've kind of been hanging out a fair bit and now on the basketball court he's definitely progressed um we we keep it pretty even not that we're very good at all but um yeah so that was the first time that we met and and nowadays you know when jackson's in the country he crashes at my joint uh which was awesome we get to spend a lot of time together surfing and playing basketball and training and um, eating good meals and stuff like that. And I think it's it's good for the both of us because we're on a similar journey. We both want to be successful, but we both want to have a large impact in our life. So um, it's nice to have that person or someone like yourself so close and hanging out and um, just pushing one another to be great, but at the same time, not forgetting about the now and, and having a good time where we are. I actually remember that day pretty specifically as well. Uh, you know, I went out the night before with some of uh, your good friends and then uh, they invited me for basketball the next day. And yeah, it was just as soon as I met you, like I think you played like some 90s hip hop, some Snoop Dogg or like some Easy or something on the on the speaker while we were playing. And just your vibe, it was super cool. And I just, I knew from that day on, I'm like, we're going to be good friends. And uh, it was, we never had to organize to see each other. We just kept catching up. And now I... I 
you were one of my closest friends so that was really fun and it's cool to have that story meeting we met we went we met in a place that was uh exactly like our vibe like playing outdoor and then going you know for a swim after so uh I want to get down to more of, you know, people want to know more about the business side or more about how they can get more motivated. And what I really like is um, I've seen bits of, by living with you uh, here and there when I'm back in the country, I've seen bits of your morning routine and it motivates me. So uh, what's your morning routine like and how does that benefit you at work and in your life? Over the last probably 12 months, well, back at the start of 2018 and we're now in December of 2018, I set myself a personal goal of just understanding myself in a better way and understanding the things that I need in my life to to stay focused. Um, And I was doing a bit of research and I came across this Tim Ferriss um, routine. I think most people have heard about it. And I started doing that and I was pretty consistent with it for a while and then started to kind of just do my own thing from that. But basically, my morning routine starts off, you know, I never set an alarm. I just wake up when my body needs to wake up. And then I always make my bed first thing in the morning, tidy up my room, um, you know, wash my face. And like first thing in the morning, I've accomplished something, which is really nice and fulfilling, actually. Um, you know, subconsciously, it, it sets your mind up to be in a positive frame of mind. Uh, so that's always number one thing um following that i go and put the the kettle on boil some water and um get my tea bags nice and nice and draining draining that goodness out of them i have a um green green tea plus lemon and ginger every single morning so while that one's brewing away i normally head outside rainy sunny whatever and i'll i'll get out in the fresh air and i'll do five to ten minutes of yoga and meditation so generally it just is pretty cruisy just getting my body moving waking itself up and the whole entire time now that i've got a bit of a routine i don't have to think about the yoga anymore i spend that five to ten minutes doing my gratitudes being grateful for for anything like as basic as like i'm grateful for the fact that i can see the colors on that flower and I I start from a really broad perspective because then once you realize that like I'm alive I'm in this world I'm healthy I'm happy I'm awake I can see you know some a lot of people just think over those things but like we're super fortunate to be born in Australia and to be living on the Sunshine Coast and healthy and happy so I'm always grateful about that and spend some time being quite mindful and just trying to to get at like keep my mindset in that positive frame which is great and then I normally come inside and grab my tea and depending what's on if it's a, a Monday morning generally I get my red zone on red zone is a program to watch the NFL huge NFL fan here and um, I normally watch that a little bit in the morning if it's a really beautiful day sometimes I'll just sit outside and listen to the birds and look at the garden and things like that and that's really how I, I set my morning up and um, normally the first half an hour to an hour is just that just nice and relaxing and um, just just enjoying the morning and getting prepared for the day that's awesome I just I uh, just finished filming uh, episode 11 before and it's funny 
we're in the same house. I was filming in a different room and I, my reasons for making my bed and my morning routine were very similar to yours. So people can already see a consistency in why we are friends and why we groove together really well because you know, yours was a more in-depth explanation. I really love it because I'm a big advocate of Tim Ferriss. But what I like is you didn't just follow the Tim Ferriss. You found your own version of it. And that's what people need to find. They need to find their own version of it and find what works for them. And now that's not about setting an alarm or saying I have to do 3.5 minutes of yoga and two minutes of the this and that. You're like, I just kind of flow through the 30 minutes before you get your day started. And that sets you up in a really, really good situation. So I love that. It's something I see and I see Simon doing it all the time. And even if um, he's got less time, he still goes through it, but it's just like a speeded up version. I suppose you would never skip brushing your teeth, so you shouldn't be skipping your routine in your morning, even if you've got less time. You just brush them fucking faster. So you, <laughs> you just go through your flow outside faster or you you know, you know you drink your tea while you're burning your mouth, while you're running around doing yoga. You still get those steps in. Uh, so this next question leads from that, and you might have explained a little bit of that, but um, this one will be more an overall question. And uh, what motivates you to what motivates you to keep you on track when things get tough? And do you have days where, like me, I have days where like kind of the negativity and the demons come in, and you feel like you're not good enough for maybe the job the job role you're in, or you know the the goal the the dream you have, you feel like you're not going to make it. So what what keeps you on track? I love that question. Um, it's going to take me a minute to think about a, a answer that's going to be sufficient enough for the listeners out there. I think. Um, like all of us have those days, you know, when you wake up, you're feeling sluggish, you just want to make yourself a coffee and sit down and watch the news. And like, I'm a big picture guy and I understand how my mind works and how my body works. And I know that if I do that, if I get up and the first thing that I do is make myself a cup of coffee and sit down on the couch and watch the news, it's like setting myself up for failure. I know how much of an impact it's going to have for me to just go, man, it's 10 minutes of your day. Just go and do it because the way that you're going to be feeling after that is so much better than if you, if you mess this up and like it, it doesn't take too, too much time. As you said, you know, sometimes you rush through it. Sometimes you just, you know, you just get it done. But what motivates me is the fact that I know how much better I'm going to feel if I do do it. And I know how bad I'm going to feel if I don't do it. So that weighing those options up, I always choose to just go and do it. Um, And that's, it's kind of easy once you get into the routine. Like I've been doing this for almost 12 months now. So it is completely habitual. But there was times when I started that it was like, oh, I won't do it today. Or, um, you know, I've been pretty good this week. So I'm going to have a break or something like that. But now it's kind of just at a point where I'm like, oh, it's, it's a part of my, my life, my routine. But I guess the major takeaway for what motivates me to keep that going is just knowing that I'm going to feel better if I do this and I'm going to feel worse if I don't. It's kind of like training. Um, it's that cycle. Like if I train, I know I'm going to feel good. I know I'm going to eat well. Um, and... I'm going to want to be healthy. If I don't, you know, you start to justify that burger, that fries, that dessert a little bit easier. But when you just stay on track and you keep training, it's like, well, I just worked my ass off. I've been sweating my ringer out for the last 45 minutes. Like I'm not going to go 
and ruin that by eating something bad so it's just that cycle that you need to kind of get your your body and your mind into to make sure that you're staying on track i hope that made sense yeah definitely definitely um this is a question i don't have written down but i want to ask it because it was what i was trying to lead to and i do you have people in your life that uh that let it motivate you you know maybe your brother we've had him on the podcast before um your mother she's she's an incredible human being um maybe your girlfriend uh, she's in the background here waving out like give me say it i love it no it's really cool we've got you know like i just want to know like i have in my head i've got a few people that that i know but it's cool to hear you know is there anyone in your life that motivates you also and any mention anyone who you listen to podcasts of or anyone online that motivates you as well yeah wow that's huge definitely like the close people in my life like i've kind of eliminated as bad as it sounds the people in my life that don't bring any value to me sorry that's my dog just having a little bark keep it quiet kiko and yeah so everyone that's in my life brings me happiness brings me some sort of value um in a in a positive light so like yourself definitely motivate me to work out a little bit more often Uh, my brother definitely motivates me to want to be more successful my mum motivates me to want to be a kind person and a caring person. Uh, my girlfriend definitely motivates me to also be a kind and caring person. Like she just is that kind of person that gives a fuck about everyone. And um, it's like the little things that matter. So in my personal life, every person that I have around me brings me something and I'm super grateful for that. Um, outside of my personal life, yeah, there's definitely a few podcasts and things like that that I listen to like Tim Ferriss and um, Seth Gooden I find him pretty motivating as well from a business sense and also Jack DeLosa Um, he's a very very motivating guy he's the kind of person that just makes you see your life from a different perspective which I think everyone should do like you know it's so so many people get caught in their own mind so many times you need to figure out how the fuck do I get out of this and what do I need to do to eliminate that? So, um, yeah, I always try and just, just keep it super positive with the people around me and the things that I'm putting into my mind. That's great. You know, it's funny. Uh, we've been friends for a while, but there's even like a po- two podcasters that um, I, I think I've heard you mention before, but um, I haven't really taken full note of. So Jack DeLosa and... Uh, What's the other one? Seth Godin. Seth Godin. So I'll write them down. And if you guys are listening, write them down as well. You know, this podcast started from me listening to podcasts for three for three years after I went through uh, like a bit of anxiety and depression after a motorbike accident. So, you know, this might just be a, a podcast that gets you into podcasts, but there's always more to watch and I'm happy to share for other people. So another question that um, I think is really high value is... Um, this, this leads into the question after as well, so I want to rephrase it a bit better. So what's really cool about Simon and a lot of my mates that are good friends with Simon is um, they're not obsessed with the gym. Like they're guys that aren't going to the gym, but if you've seen them, you'd think they actually do train. Uh, they're all in good shape. They're not bodybuilders or anything crazy, but they're all in good shape and uh, they don't actually visit a gym or pay for a membership. Um, so, you know, how do you stay fit without going to the gym? And uh, what's your opinion on the gym? And just be honest the way we were talking the other day because it really interests me and I think there's some people listening that would like to hear it. Yeah, well, when I was younger, I actually did my personal training certificate and I was kind of surrounded by that lifestyle for a long time. And 
I just got completely turned off it. Like it just wasn't me at all. And so gyms have just never been my thing. Like I've tried a few times and every single time I'll stick it out for a couple of weeks and I'm just like, why did I waste my money? Like that is just not for me. Um, which is cool. Like everyone's got a different way of training, but I'm super active. Like any hobby that I have is, is me being active. Like I don't play video games. Like I don't sit around and, and do nothing. Like even when we're having beers, most of the time we've got a footy or a basketball or something and we're frisbee and we're throwing it around. Like we're always super active, but I enjoy like doing, I enjoy running. So I you know, a couple of times a week, we'll go for a run, climb a mountain, things like that. Um, I surf probably five or six times a week, um, which I don't think keeps me fit because it's just kind of normal now. But yeah, it definitely keeps me a little bit fit. Like I went for a surf at Noosa the other day and my shoulders and legs were wrecked after it because it was pumping. And yeah, there was lots of paddling and lots of surfing to be had, which is good. Uh, basketball is a huge thing as well like basketball is one of those things that gets the heart rate rate up really quickly and um, me and my brother also and one of our other mates Nika in an indoor soccer team so we play that every single Thursday and um, that's like the most intense training session that you'll ever have like you come off and you're completely dripping wet it's like a netball court it's like the size of a netball court and it's completely covered by nets there's pretty much no rules in there except you can't like punch the other players it just doesn't stop it's the most insane training session jack's played with us for a little while there um and it's just gnarly so i do that once a week and then um yeah i try and throw in like a little workout like we normally go around to one of our mates who has a gym (laughs) oh i'm gonna say it my girlfriend just walked out and she like did the little sex symbol (laughs) That keeps that keeps you healthy. Yeah, 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 definitely. She's like, he's he's daily on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we go around to one of our mates and he has a gym at the place that he's living at. So we do a workout there and then every now and again I'll throw in like a calisthenics workout, um, just at an outdoor workout area and you know, on top of all that, like it it just adds up pretty quickly. Like seven days a week there's something that I'm doing that is keeping me active and getting my heart rate up and about four days of the week i'm getting a proper sweat up so and then what about your food you eat pretty you eat pretty clean yeah so i'm like most people i try and have the 80 20 rule so 80 percent of the food that i eat is good 20 percent of the food that i eat i don't care about like i'm a massive foodie i enjoy eating stuff so i'm not willing to sacrifice my diet to look better that's not my that's not who i am Um, but I enjoy eating good food and it's so easy to make healthy, good food. So you don't need to always, um, be eating shit, shitty food. Like shitty food isn't even that tasty to me most of the time. Like I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go to Macca's or Hungry Jack's or KFC and crave that sort of stuff. It's like, I want a poke bowl or an acai bowl or sushi and stuff like that. Things that are relatively healthy for you. So yeah, always eating pretty, pretty tasty food. Um, and always staying super active in, in everything that we do. That's awesome, man, because uh, we were just talking in the car just two days ago and uh, we went past a gym that just opened. There's there's new gyms opening everywhere 
and I was like, oh, look, there's a gym right near your house. Like, that'd be, like, good to go to. And, and Simon's just in his natural habitat then. Like, it's just me and him talking. And he's just like, I have no interest in that. Like, it just bores me. Like, going in by myself inside, like, in, inside a place to, like, lift barbells up. Like, and it makes sense because that's why not everyone's fit. Like, it's not for everyone. That's why I think calisthenics is big. But what, what's cool is Simon explained that he only does calisthenics maybe, like, once or twice a week tops. It's more that like he just moves his body and like whatever he finds enjoyable and fun, which is a bit of basketball, a bit of soccer and a bit of surfing. Um, that's what keeps him fit. And I would like, you know, he didn't really explain it, but he's, he's in he's in good shape. Like he's healthy and he says most people want the 80-20. It's like most people actually don't want the 80-20. Most people are like 80% shit and 20% good. So I think we our circle and, and being on the Sunshine Coast, we see a lot of fit people, but overall obesity is 75 percent you know morbidly obesity is 35 percent people are dying from diabetes so it's cool to hear that perspective and it's cool to see it's cool to hear um that gym's not always the option but you don't have to be stuck on one thing like you don't have to do the one sport all week or all year like you just find things you enjoy surf soccer basketball throw the ball around like he's like me he's like an energizer bunny like we just can't yeah. we can't sit still until we get along really well it's always fun um so another question I was going to ask, I've got written down like, uh, I think people already know why we're good friends. We don't need to ask that que- that question, but I want to ask like, what makes a good friend to you or what makes a good, and when we talk about friends, we're adults now. So what makes someone that you want to be around? Like you're the average of the five people you hang around the most. So what, what makes a close friend a good friend? Value. Like as bad as it sounds, and I know that's why we shouldn't have friends. Like, it shouldn't be a reason, but it's one of the major reasons for me. Like, what value does that person bring to my life? Because I feel as though I want to bring them value. So, I want, you know, some value from them as well. But, like, not only that, it's just obviously interest. Like, we're all super interested in the exact same things. We're all on the same path. Um, And that obviously attracts the same people. Like, we all kind of came together through partying a little bit. And like we we love to go out and have a dance and like meet new people and things like that, which I think is where it stemmed for. But then once we got past that surface level where most friends start, um, we kind of start to realize that like, oh shit, like we love to train together. Like we all love sports and hanging out in groups and doing things together. And we all want to give back to the world in a way. So like when it comes to business, when it comes to success, like it's not all about making money. It's about living a happy life and contributing to the world in some way, shape or form and also making money at the same time. So like, I feel as though the values are are really aligned um, between our whole group of friends, which is really, really important. And I feel as though we all add value to one another's lives in 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 one way or another. Like, no two people are the same like don't get me wrong there like all of us are so different and come from such different backgrounds but the underlying values and and the way that we all see our future is extremely similar and um, we all want to help one another get to that point as soon as possible yeah i love that and uh i think it's important what what i've noticed a lot lately is there's a lot of people out there that are struggling to find good friends and it can it can seem very forceful and 
I think it's actually a lot harder for uh, females to find good friends because there's a lot of emotional stuff going on and then they want one best friend and they want that person to make time for them and it's always like give, give, give um, for some people because, um, you know, being with a girl for six and a half years, she went through a lot of friendships and went through a lot of stuff. So, you know, if I do have any female listeners, I understand it is more of a challenge, but maybe from the aspect of what me and Simon and some other people um think about is we don't we have we have like five or six best friends and there's not one person we can put in front of the others because people are going to be busy when you're available and people are going to be and you're going to be busy when other people are available so you have like a good circle that you don't want too many i think five six seven that's a pretty good tight circle and the people that i trust with my life that would take a bullet in their hand and whatnot but you also want to know that people can be busy like i'm away for a month or two months straight traveling and i know that i can come back from the travel walk straight in and I know like Simon or my best friends are going to be there for me and it's going to be the exact same and you want to try and build that with people but it takes time like we're both 26 years old we, we're both not obsessed with um, you know fancy cars and brand names and stuff so we we have that time for each other in a way where we want to see cool views like we'd be we'd be more excited to see a perfect set of waves than like a Ferrari outside like that's just the way we are it just works so that's that's why we get along and, and I think you just got to find someone that's similar to that um, the next question and one of the last ones, because uh, I want to keep this short and sweet, is what's the future look like for you or what does, or what does a really good future look, for, look like for you? I'll take that from like two different perspectives. One, um, business and financial success and the other, personal success. And financially, I'm um, right into investing, um, property investing in particular. So I want to create a passive income for myself through property to help fund the lifestyle that I want to lead and and allow me to have the freedom and the choices to focus on the things that I I really enjoy doing from a a financial and a business perspective. Um, That's really important to me and I'd love to achieve that sooner rather than later. Um, But I understand that it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a 15-year journey. Um, so financially, like I really just want to become what I, what I consider financially free so that then I can focus on the things that, that really matter to myself. And like, obviously things are going to change over the next 15 years and, um, my, my motivations are obviously going to shift throughout that period. But I feel as though like over that 15 year period, I'm going to acquire, acquire some of the knowledge and skills that I need to, to do what I want, which is ultimately helping more people get financially free so that they can focus on the things that they love um from a personal growth perspective like i just love a, a happy life where i can live close to the beach you know have a pretty simple lifestyle surf every single day um be surrounded by good people have a little a couple of little simons running around causing havoc <laughs> um and yeah just really still have that that same group of friends that we've got hanging around us just taking where they're at right now to that next level and you know just being better versions of themselves like i I try not to get too hung up in the future but obviously we all need to plan and have goals so that we can get to a point where you know we feel success or we feel as though like we've done everything that we could do but I'm, I'm much more of a person that likes to live in the now and likes to enjoy the finer things in life. Um, but yeah, like the future just for me needs to be 
happy, simple, um, not constrained to anything or anyone, if that sort of makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great way to look at it because I think people are really obsessed with like um, I was waiting for you to say like how many bedrooms in a house like because you're a property guy you're a pro- property analysis type of thing like you you know you give tips on property you help people um, secure a good property so I, I pictured you saying uh, like how many bedrooms and like you know maybe the the car you have and you didn't mention anything about that you just mentioned basically making sure you're close to the beach because that's going to help your health which is just surfing you know it's something you can do every day it's something you really love um and that that the place would make you feel relaxed and not stressed and i really like that because i think people see these pictures and these videos online the damn bazillions of the world and you know everyone's a millionaire now like i was just in barbados a few weeks ago and it has more millionaires per capita than any other place per population but there's a lot of suffering there as well. And someone driving like a, a sports car or having like a million dollar mansion doesn't mean they're happy. So, you know, that's why I like Simon. He just explained it in a way that I thought was really great and somewhere that I wouldn't always be able to explain it. And it was that the freedom, you know, to secure your future, do you have your little kids, um, you know, close to the things that you love, like the beach and, um, and less stress in your life, which is really, really cool. So, um, that was also that was really awesome like that was an awesome podcast and it was just supernatural we're just in simon's house where i'm living at the moment and we just said let's do this podcast we've been talking about it we know if we don't do it straight away and he's like let's have a beer so i'm nearly i wish i could take a photo of you because you've got my little dog asleep on your lap yeah i got i got kiko the poodle on on our laps just cuddling she doesn't understand what's going on with the podcast she was barking before she's like why are we talking to a stick um and we're just chilling and um you know it's a a friday but i want to end on like just tell us um what your podcast is called uh and what your company's called and um how people can find you or find your company yeah sweet so um me and my brother ben have a podcast called the pumped on property show um throughout that we kind of just take a more relaxed view about how you can create financial freedom through investing in property um you know we just like to talk to people that are similar to us and help them throughout their journey um like you are a personal trainer you help people get fit we um try our best to help get people financially free and we've got a business called pumped on property and um you can visit that at www.pumpedonproperty and check out some of the things on there and um you know if you guys are thinking about investing yourselves and you know you've invested in yourself by listening to this podcast and if you want to invest in your future um more than happy for you guys to book in a free strategy session via the website www.pumpedonproperty with me and you know we can talk about finance as opposed to fitness um which i think everybody needs to focus on both like health and well-being is extremely important and, and more important than finance i believe but if you can have that financial security in your life, it allows you to focus on those other things um, a lot easier. Well, you heard it, guys. That was really cool. And that's an aspect that I can even be familiar with. It doesn't matter how shredded your six-pack is or how fast you can run 100 meters if you're uh, living on the street. There has to be a, a balance and a happy medium. And uh, I just want to say cheers to, cheers to the podcast and cheers to our friendship. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. See ya.